Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. Hi, welcome back. This time on the Penny Haslam podcast, is there a lack of clear-headed and visible leadership? This is a really simple problem to fix. Five warning signs that your team needs coaching. So I've put together five really straightforward things to think about when you're observing your team leaders, your seniors, um, and the people who you look after who need to be on top of their game. So first off, do any of your team members or the people that you look after and manage struggle with self-doubt? Are they ineffective communicators? Do they hold back from sharing ideas? Do they be quiet? Are they quiet in meetings? And this is an area to think about and reflect upon and identify in those people whether they could be sharing more ideas and speaking more fluently on their topic and sharing their thoughts. Um, And should they be? Are you missing out on their contribution? Now, this is frustrating when you're managing a team because the people who are full of ideas and they're happy to share are great, but you need everyone, don't you, to be questioning things and challenging and moving things forward. It can feel like that individual is difficult to lead, perhaps, because of their communication style, but it might be that they are lacking in self-belief, they've got self-doubt, they're second-guessing, they're slow to make decisions or they need extra hand-holding and they perhaps come to you with problems, not solutions. So is it a conversation that will sort the problem out? Is it more support in formal sessions to identify the issues and the problems and maybe how you could help them? Or is it a case of, yep, we need to give that person some coaching time and space in order for them to grow. And I've worked with clients like that who perhaps haven't even known in themselves that they are poor communicators or they're just in a bit of a stuck place. Once we get them out of that, they're flying. They're able to do so much more. So that is the real sort of question for you to observe people in action and seeing where they perhaps are coming up short and where they could flourish. The second warning sign, or another warning sign, is watching your people when they do presentations, either internally or externally, and do they hold back from doing them in the first place? Are they tangled up with too much prep? Are they coherent? Are they clear? Are they communicating what it is they want to communicate well enough? And when they stop doing that, do they beat themselves up for not getting it right? Oh, I'm so nervous, oh, it went really badly, or I didn't answer that question. This is a really simple problem to fix and it's so uh, widespread, it's unbelievable. Most people would rather do something painful to themselves than stand up in front of a group of people or, you know, the board level or something like that and present information and hope that it's relatable and coherent and all that good stuff. But when I work with clients on this, it's remarkable how soon, how quickly they can overcome these challenges and often they're personal Often they come from a place where they've had a bad experience or they're fearful of certain, you know, settings and speaking and, you know, being exposed. Um, And often they are skills as well. So it's a a combination of a skills capability and confidence that can be, you know, easily 
and quickly dealt with in order to help your people communicate with confidence. Now, um, it's part of our jobs, isn't it? So it's every day we need to be communicating with other people and sharing what we know and the vision and the purpose of the organization and all those good things. And if you're not doing those things, you're absolutely holding back on your own career progress for sure. So it's really worthwhile just observing how people are around this type of communication. So number three, is there a lack of clear-headed and visible leadership among your team managers and your senior leaders? Now, these are the people who shy away from chances to speak. They are perhaps poor communicators and you think, oh, if only they were engaging their people a bit more. They're also people who you will hear more feedback about as perhaps not being as good a communicator as others, perhaps micromanaging individuals, not trusting their own teams as well. And that that's um, that's presenting uh, or showing a sort of lack of uh, confidence around their own abilities in delegating and trusting people. And of course, you've got to trust your team. So you've got to be more confident as a leader in order to do that, in order to be more productive and more collaborative and innovative and you know all the good stuff. So if you're observing greater feedback about individuals, if you are noticing that they are micromanaging in any way, or just not showing up as an authentic, accessible, let's say likable, why not? You know, why can't people be likable in work? Um, leader, then they perhaps need support with their own abilities and their own thinking um, about how they are with people. And essentially, we're looking at personal brand there, aren't we? The personal brand, how are they showing up? How are they talked about when they're not in the room? And that's a really uh, important facet of being a great leader on and stepping into leadership as you go along. Um, the clients that I've worked with this on uh, have been frustrated in their own abilities sometimes. They'll know it to be true. They'll know they're not that great. They perhaps are saying, oh, I'm not having as great an impact as I should be. And it really boils back down to not being sure of themselves. Oh, it's a terrible thing to have to admit. But when you get under that and you get out from it, having explored it, and you give yourself time to reflect through coaching sessions and the, the kind of actions and homeworks that you get from that, then you can really grow as an individual and transform your abilities as a leader as well. So look out for that and observe who might need a bit of support and suggest it gently to them. <laughs> Number four, are team members finding it hard to adapt to change? <laughs> Basically, uh, change is everywhere, isn't it? But it might be that there's resentment or toxicity or um, a reticence to put themselves forward for things uh, under new leadership or whether a new roles being announced or created and new responsibilities. So basically change. Change isn't always easy and, and can take a long time to get used to, but you haven't got that time quite often. Um, I've worked with individuals in large organizations who have, of course, experienced lots of change, change and uncertainty, uh, volatility, if you like, as well. And sometimes they just get a bit stuck with it and they need to reassess or realign and get a different perspective on the situation. So, for example, you might have um, a new dynamic where there's a new boss and one of your team or one of your team leaders is looking at that person and going, oh, 
I'm, I have to report to you, do I? And it causes all sorts of challenge, grumpiness, toxicity, uh, division, and not a great look for anyone really, is it? Um, both in how people are coming across with that and how they might be feeling in all of that. Um, it might be that person is disengaged from the organization or that leader and is looking at exit routes and thinking of a different way of working, a different place to go, which would be your loss and an expensive one as well. So through working with people, I'm able to assess the situation, test and work out whether it's actually a correct feeling that is there and then what can they do about it, if anything. Um, so people feel supported, uh, they feel heard, which is really important and ultimately are set back on track with greater resilience and more of a positive viewpoint about a circumstance. I mean, basically, coaching is a lot to do with getting perspective and feeling supported in how you think and feel and just checking in on your actions. Were they effective? Were they not? Can I try another way? Um, so people don't feel so lost when there's been a lot of change and uncertainty. So finally, one major thing to look out for in terms of warning signs that your team or the members within it may need coaching is to ask yourself, are team members showing signs of burnout? So excessive stress, um, reduced productivity, overwork, that sort of thing. Now, this can be a really bad habit for people, especially when there's a lot of working from home and flexible working involved, where the alarm goes off, you get dressed, you sit at your desk and you work flat out for the whole day because there's always a lot to do. There's always a lot of pressures and especially for team managers and leaders who've got pressure from above and they've got team members asking all the time for help and you know requirements and the list is endless. And so people who are loyal and uh, smart and, you know, want to show their value and get a good job done tend to overwork. And so really looking out for that. Uh, maybe they haven't taken leave all year. That's a sign. Uh, maybe they're working longer hours. Their in inbox is stuffed. They'll always say, oh, I need more time. If any, I had more time. It's not because they're not very good at time management at all. That's not what they need. But again, it's perspective and just zooming out to see what the big picture is and what skills they might need, what um, talents they might need to draw on or experiences they need to draw on in order to manage through in a way that's healthy for them. Because gosh, the last thing you want is somebody burning out on your watch because of overwork. And of, of course, all of that leads to... Um, reduce productivity. Uh, it also leads to blockers, you know, so that it might be that their workload is stacking up and they're able to get to the bits that are important. They're able, to, unable to attend to their own team's well-being and all the rest of it. And so it can become a bit of a, a hot, you know, a hot potato of, of burnout and stress, which can absolutely be helped through coaching. And um, yeah, I, I've got clients who have finally taken holidays. <laughs> and they're, they're much better as a person for it um, and much better as a leader, of course, which is important. So those are my five warning signs to check in on to see if your team members need coaching support. Get in touch. I'm always happy to have a chat and to find out what's on your mind and how I could help. Thanks for listening. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work, 
and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.